0: So today we are beginning chapter 31 from the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is Canto 10, Part 2. Now, in this chapter 31, we are going to do something which is called the Gopi Song of Separation. Yesterday we uh, realized, you know, that Krishna, who was walking with one gopi, and uh, there were a lot of inferences drawn by different, different people, different, different gopis. The inferences drawn were... Oh, now we can see two pair of footprints. So that means this one gopi and one Krishna is going somewhere. After that, they saw one pair of footprint, but the footprint was very deep inside. So they said, Oh, now he must be carrying her. Then at one place, they saw that some bushes were separated and there was one clearing where uh, somebody must have sat. So they said, Oh, he must have put the gopi down over here. And then they saw some flowers and stuff like that. So they said that, oh, he must have made a garland and, and maybe made a crown of it and put on top of her head. And maybe he has given her some flowers. So the gopis were deriving, you know, there were inferences drawn from the different kinds of things that they saw. Plus they also saw that the trees are bowing down, the fruit, you know, flowers are giving good smell so on and so forth everything the whole atmosphere spoke about there was some sort of an activity happening and then krishna at one point then we turn towards krishna camera turns towards krishna so <laughs> what is krishna doing krishna is with gopi okay definitely he is with her and she is ordering him She is feeling no end, you know, she thinks no end of herself, thinking that I am am the greatest because Krishna is only with me. He is not with other people. And when this ahankara comes in the gopi, and she orders him to do different, different things, when it is done, Krishna suddenly disappears from there also. Now all the gopis are searching for him everywhere, including this one gopi who was supposed to be his supposedly favorite. So now everybody is searching for Krishna and they are not able to find him. So now, I told you this involves a thing which is called viraha bhakti. Right? Viraha means separation, viraha separation. The bhakti which comes because of separation, when two people are separated. You know, if you remember in some of these old love stories and all that when you know the the boy and the girl are separated and the way they will crave for each other and you know and all those kind of beautiful films you must have seen, you know. He Ranja, Majnu. How do they how do they behave? When the girl is, you know, locked in her room and maybe the boy is stoned somewhere and all those guys, how does that work? So the heart goes out. So this is what is called viraha. Viraha is when you don't care for yourself, but you care for the other person so much that your heart goes out to that other person and this is called viraha bhakti, one of the greatest bhaktis ever. You will find that viraha bhakti gives a person a tremendous amount of love for that other person. Alright? So we are going to do chapter 31, the Gopi songs of separation. The Gopi said, O beloved, your birth is in the land of Raja, has made it exceedingly glorious. And thus Indira, the goddess of fortune, always resides here. It is only for your sake that we, your devoted servants, maintain our lives. We have been searching everywhere for you, so please show yourself to us. So, they are talking to Krishna, but Krishna is nowhere in the picture. They are just speaking, they are just talking their heart out. So, O Lord of love, in beauty of your glances excels the whole of finest, most perfectly formed lotuses within the autumn pool. O bestower of the benedictions, you are killing these maidservants who have given themselves to you freely without any price. Isn't this murder? So, they are using a very beautiful soliloquy. This is like, a you know, they are talking to themselves, but they are actually speaking to the Krishna and they are saying, don't you think you are committing murder by doing this kind of a thing? I imagine, you know, everybody is acting it out over there. Everybody is feeling that, you know, oh, something is happening over here, <laughs> what is happening? All the gopis are talking and they are all talking as saying, oh, kaha gaye mere kanha. You know, just imagine that, you know, a typical Indian movie, how they will be saying, kaha chale gaye tum, is work, and all that, and they are saying all kinds of words. So. So they are they are talking to this kana to they are talking to krishna in that way who oh, greatest of personalities and they're calling him the god of love and so many other things so oh greatest of personalities you have repeatedly saved us from all kinds of danger from food poisoning water from terrible man-eater agha from the great rains, from the wind demons from the fairy thunderbolts of indra from the bull demon and from the son of maya Dhanav. so what are they saying that krishna has saved us from everything except this what is this this is nothing but something which you you think about it you know what are they talking about they are talking about that you are not saving us from this kind of a affliction of love this is an affliction this is like a painful thing so they are asking you, why are you not doing this you are not actually the son of the gopi yashoda oh friend but rather the indwelling witness in the heart why are you making noise can you just sit properly? Wherever you want to. Hmm. You are not actually the son of Gopi Yashoda, oh friend, but rather the indwelling witness in the heart of all embodied souls. Because Lord Brahma prayed for you to come and protect the universe. You have now appeared in the Satava Sattvata dynasty. So what dynasty was going on at that point in time? Satvata dynasty was going on. Remember, in one of the episodes of the Bhagavatam, or in the, even in the uh, uh, Ishwaku dynasty, was with Sri Ram. Sri Ram came before Krishna, so that was the Ishwaku dynasty. This is the Yadu dynasty. Remember this? Yadu dynasty. Now, Yadu dynasty is coming from a particular place. They are talking about Krishna being. He is coming from this particular place. And then, who is he? So the, the secret is given in this line. You are not actually the son of Gopi Yashoda, O friend, but rather the indwelling witness in the heart of all embodied souls. Because Lord Brahma prayed to you to come and protect the universe, you have now appeared in the Sattvata dynasty. This is a very very important line which is conveying a lot of meanings over here. So let me explain this line to you. Remember, Krishna is not a human being. is not a person-person. Appearing in the human form. He is appearing in the human form. What does this mean? I'll give you one example now you are eating say something nice all right now let us say you are eating biryani I'm saying biryani because uh, Chitti loves biryani and Brito loves biryani where Brito's biryani is Pakistani biryani (laughs) and Chitti's biryani is Hyderabadi biryani (laughs) so they love biryani now Do you think it's the biryani that is very important? Or what exactly is it that you are eating? Everybody is eating rice. Everybody is eating biryani. Okay, Satya also makes biryani, I know, and Raj also makes biryani. Everybody makes biryani over here. So everybody's biryani has a taste. We have a taste, correct? So what is it that you are enjoying, okay, over here? It is not the biryani. It's the same rice, it is the same ingredients, it is the same food that is there. What goes inside is called the sattva. It's called the sattva. The sattva is that which gives nourishment to the body. You agree with me? It is that which gives nourishment to the body. So even if you take rice... If you take a chapati, if you take bread, you can take an egg, you can take a chicken, you can take anything on planet earth. What is most important thing in it is called sattva. That which is the essence of it. Essence of it. Now, we are those who are in the material world, enjoy these flavorings. Flavorings. So I said Hyderabadi biryani okay did i say these words hyderabadi biryani pakistani biryani indian all these this is called flavorings so what is what is involved in this senses are involved eyes so if you, if the just imagine the biryani is black in color will you like it mm, it's all burnt <laughs> it has to have good color it has to have good texture correct right good smell Because before you put it in the mouth, you are going to get the smell, isn't it? When you put it in the mouth, you are going to get the taste of it. So we are people in this world, enjoy this, we are called enjoyers. The human beings are called enjoyers, right? So the enjoyment happens with our eyes, our nose, our tongue, our ears, you know, these are the sense organs and in the mind you are thinking. Ah, this is a biryani. So, five sense organs and one mind is used over here to enjoy the thing. Remember this. Whereas, what I said was, everything has got one object in it and that is called the Sattva. Okay? And that is called nutrition. You are getting nutrition from it. You are not talking about anything. So, the body, the inner being, is only interested in the nutrition. It's not interested in the colour, the taste, the size, the shape, you got what I'm saying. The enjoyment is being done by the body. Whereas, the nutrition is the real requirement of the body. The requirement of the body, correct? So now you understood where this whole thing is coming from. The gopis are not talking about the physical form of Krishna. Krishna is not to be enjoyed physically. No physical enjoyment of Krishna. It is the sattva that needs to be enjoyed. Sattva. What is inside that? So the gopis are saying some words. They are saying, you are not actually the son of yashoda so the gopis are knowing the deep philosophy they are called devotees of the highest order devotees of the highest order huh? they know very well that it is not about enjoying the physical body they know that he is not the, the, the son of yashoda maya neither is he born in this vrindavan Nowhere over there. He is only the indwelling witness in the hearts of all embodied souls. The embodied souls that are the embodied. We are all embodied people, right? In that, somebody is the enjoyer. Somebody is watching it. The enjoyment is actually not there. Now think about it. You saw the color. You saw you smelled the taste, you know you smelled that uh, flavor and you got the taste in your mouth. Correct, all these things you did. Now in all this, in all this, when it went inside the mouth, what happened? Was the taste there? After it entered the gullet, was the taste there? <laughs> no taste. <laughs> was the smell there? No smell. Huh? Was the texture seen? No texture. Was Could you see colour in it? No colour. Did you think that you were eating chicken or mutton or egg or whatever? Nobody knows whether it is peas biryani or whether it is egg biryani or whether it is chicken or it is mutton or whatever. Nobody knows what it is. In the moment it goes below, finished, in the body is only concerned with the sattva. <laughs> Only the thing which is going to give it nutrition. So think about it. See, imagine, you are having curd rice, you are having chapati, you are having sabji, you are having koot. I don't know, all those things, you know, I don't know. What? Parapu? What? What are the things? I don't know all the names. But let us say, you know, and what is that? Um, in Andhra, you eat something. Oh, that also you mix in it. <laughs> Papu, you are having papu also. <laughs> now think about it. Take one mixer, put all the thing in it and brrr, you do like this and then you drink it. Will you like it? Yuck! <laughs> but imagine, once it goes below the gullet, in the stomach everything is like a mixer only. <laughs> Can you think? Inside the stomach everything is mixed the stomach is not saying oh this is curd rice, separate it out oh this is papu, this separate it out <laughs> this is this stomach is not telling you all this inside the stomach he is only bothered about nutrition he is looking at carbohydrates proteins salts minerals <laughs> the stomach is only looking at that Bus. the stomach is not saying oh this is chicken oh chicken chicken i will keep it separate last me khaiga. you know how people eat chicken last me the no? <coughs> so like that the stomach doesn't say that the stomach is mixing everything up and once it mixes everything up it is only bothered about proteins you know vitamins and carbohydrates and fats and all it is only interested in that it is not caring whether it is chicken or something so what has happened so there is enjoyment even in the stomach but the stomach's enjoyment is different than your tongue enjoyment Stomach is saying, Proteins ayakine nahi dekho. Think about it. Nah? Why? Proteins ayaki nahi kyun dekho. Mere paas production chal hai pepsin or renin ka. <laughs> it's already producing pepsin and renin. It's already producing hydrochloric acid for killing all the germs. Like how we, you know, before we start cooking, you know what we do, no? We wash the vegetables, correct? We wash them. We wash the uh, rice and all those things. We wash it, correct? now in the stomach he he doesn't believe in you so first he is going to put water and he is going to put hydrochloric acid and wash whatever is coming inside <laughs> think so the stomach is washing all this thing and then he says achha, achha, teak, all mix up, mix everything up so it is going to do all the churning okay? just like outside you do the masala na, grinding you do masala grinding so you get good flavor stomach is doing all the churning and it is mixing like how you mix all the masalas in it, what you ginger, garlic, this, that. So the stomach is saying, achacha, acha, mein na, pepsin dalo, renin dalo, ye dalo, dalo. All juices are nicely curdled, mixed up. Then it starts separating and enjoying itself. So you think that stomach is not enjoying? Stomach is also enjoying. So the whole body enjoys. The tongue enjoys, the stomach enjoys. Even the uh, fine parts of the body, they also enjoy. The reason is because the blood is going, it is giving the food to every part of the body. Just imagine, you don't eat, say suppose you don't eat vitamin D, you know all the problems that happen. (laughs) So now you understand, you get those white spots on the body. Why? You are lacking something. Why are you lacking? You are not eating healthy food. So the stomach is saying, "What will I do? Today, a little Okay, Then body protein. we But body is saying, "I need protein just now. I need carbohydrate just now. You don't want to give me. I am on strike from today. So now you understand why you get diseases. So the, the body doesn't like it." think about it. If there is black color biryani with a horrible taste in it, you are not going to like it. Likewise, if you don't give your body proper nutrition, why is the body parts going to like it? It's going to hate it. I am on strike. I am on strike. I am on strike. I want extra pay. Like that, you know. (laughs) It's going to tell you, I want extra proteins. I want extra this. And it is not going to function. Think about it like this. The body is a very single entity which has enjoyment as its base. The base of everything in the body is enjoyment. We enjoy everything. With our eyes we love to see beautiful objects. With our tongue we love to taste beautiful stuff. Got it? It's enjoyment. So even every part of your body enjoys. But there is one person who just watches you. He just watches you and watches you and watches you. He looks at you and he says, hmm, enjoying, huh? You know, I, have, you, have you yourself not done it? You know, you sat in front of your friend who is enjoying a nice meal. And you're looking at him, Salah, kaisa enjoy kar raha hai What? Tiramisu hai Tiramisu. Don't we say these kind of words? We look at our friends and we say, "Hmm, look at him, see how he's enjoying, see how she's enjoying. We have these thoughts. But in our body, there is this very peculiar person who sits there and he is called the witness. He is not connected to any part of the body. He is not enjoying anything. He is not enjoying anything, but he is watching. He is looking at you and he just says, you know, Oh, this person is enjoying. But he's not giving any comments. So the gopis understand that the enjoyment is done by the physical being. But Krishna is never this kind of an enjoyer. He is only the witness to this. The witness to this is never enjoying anything. Okay? So he neither likes nor dislikes. Did you understand? The witness doesn't like or dislike. But when we look out for our friend, don't we say, ah, dekho, dekho, kaisa hai. but this witness inside our being doesn't enjoy, he just watches. He is not keeping tabs on you. No, he's just watching. That's it. He is the one who is giving you this enjoyment. He's actually making your parts give enjoyment, but he's not doing anything. So now understand this, so the gopis know that this person, this person called Krishna doesn't have a physical body, doesn't have a physical body. He doesn't have a mind, he doesn't have senses, he doesn't have anything, he is only the witness. Know this as a very very important thing in your life. When you reach the state of self-realization, you are only a witness, you don't enjoy things, you don't like or dislike things, there is no liking and there is no disliking because your senses are not working, neither is your mind working, neither is any kind of enjoyment going inside your stomach also, the stomach is not interested. It is just eating because you have to eat. It is just drinking because you have to drink. You just have to do what you got to do. So Krishna does only because... Because of what? Remember he is a witness and he helps for the stomach to enjoy. Helps the stomach to enjoy. Helps the eye to see. Helps the nose to smell. Helps the tongue to taste. So he is the support system The support system in everything. Got it? He is only the support system but he doesn't do anything. If there is no Krishna in you, you will never be able to enjoy. Your eyes will see but they will not be able to decipher. Whether it is green color or red color. Do you understand this? So this is the reason why the differentiation happens in human beings. Human beings are the enjoyers through their senses, and the mind, and the body. Got it? The body is enjoying, the senses are enjoying, and the mind is enjoying. All three are enjoying. But there is a witness who doesn't enjoy. But he supports the system and that is called Krishna. So, the gopis understand this. The gopis are the bodies which are there, which are devotees. They are seeking this Krishna who is a physical person, but he is never physical. He is never physical. So this line has got a very very deep meaning. Please understand this. So he has appeared in this place. O best of the Vrishnis, your lotus like hand which holds the hand of the goddess of fortune grants fearlessness to those who approach your feet out of fear of material existence. O lover, please place this wish-fulfilling lotus hand on our head. Means all the gopis are saying, can you please give us your grace? Can you be with us so that we who are the enjoyers will feel the grace? Got it? O oh, you who destroy the sufferings of Raja people. O oh, hero of all women. Your smile shatters the false pride of your devotees. Please dear friend accept us as your maidservants and show us your beautiful lotus face. This is a very important line again. What is this line teaching us? those who are the seekers of knowledge, those who are the seekers of the Divine, those who want to have God in their life, okay, those who are the spiritual people, what they are doing is, they have to overcome their body. They have to overcome their body and they have to tell the Lord, Lord, please put your hand on our head. Can my head be at your feet, resting on your feet, touching your feet? Which means, can you work through this body? Can you work through this body and not allow us to enjoy this material world, but enjoy the true meaning of the word Sattva? That which we eat in our body, that thing which the stomach gets, that is nutrition. The nutrition is required, so can I get my regular nutrition? but let me not enjoy that can I enjoy you O you who destroys the suffering of the Vraja people O hero of all women your smile shatters the false pride of your devotees when Krishna smiles you know that means what when Krishna comes in your life in the life of this devotee when Krishna enters the life of their devotee they are able to get rid of their false pride. You know what is a false pride? I am a Gopi. In the material world, you know what we say? I am so and so. My, um, I have got a. You know, my mother is there, Yashoda. What? There is no Yashoda in this world. There is no nobody in this world of yours, by the way. So if you say, you know, "I have a mother, I have a father, I have a brother, I have a sister, I have a husband, I have a wife." I am sorry, there is nothing like that in this world. The devotees understand that there is only one thing that they are supposed to bother about and that is the Krishna within them, which is called the Supreme Divine Consciousness. Okay? And that is all that you need to enjoy. You need to be lost in Him. Understand, what has to come to you, will anyway come to you. You know a snake, a big python, he sits over there, he doesn't go out and hunt. Never. A python never goes out and hunts. he just sits over there and then one rat will come out near his mouth you know and he will eat it up <laughs> or some creature will come and he'll eat it up and he'll just sit over there. He just, he just swallows it and then his stomach does all the churning that he needed. He's not thinking oh it's a rat. He doesn't think like that it's a rat. He doesn't think that it's a goat. You know I'm sure you have seen he eats big creatures also and small creatures also. It doesn't make a difference to him. Right? Why it doesn't make a difference to him is because he's not caring what he is eating. It's food. He doesn't say this is biryani. You understand what I'm saying? The python doesn't think it's a biryani. He just eats it because it comes near his mouth. It's nutrition from his stomach point of view. Okay. Let's eat it. Out. And that is the reason why python is such a creature. He doesn't make distinctions. He doesn't care whether it is green color or white color or red color. He doesn't make distinction. He doesn't say that this has to taste nice. He doesn't make a distinction that, Oh, this is this creature or that creature. Human beings make the distinction. We think it's a Indian biryani, it's a Pakistani biryani, it's Hyderabadi, it is something, it is something. We make the distinctions. Because our mind is working, our senses are working and our body wants it like that. You got what I am saying? But when the Krishna is within you, the gopis are saying, see you are within us, get rid of this false pride of mine. You know what false pride? I am the beauty person. I am like this. I am like that. I want green color. I want red color. All that nonsense you have to throw out. That which you see with your eyes. Why you want to see outside? Why are you bothered? Then he says, please accept us as your maidservant and show us your beautiful face accept us as your maidservant. Maidservant does what the master teaches them to do, isn't it? The master says, go milk the cows. The master will say these words and the maidservants will only do that much. So the servants only listen to the master. So who is the one who gives order? Krishna does all the ordering. So what comes naturally? Now think about the snake. That particular python is sitting over there. What comes naturally in front of him, he eats. He is not having any special things. Oh, I have to go and meet eat corner house ice cream. He is not saying like that. <laughs> he is not saying I want from there and I want from here. He is very, what comes in front of me, I eat. Whether it is right, wrong, good, bad, evil, I don't care. It has to be eaten, I will eat it. You got what I am saying? So he just eats what is there in front of him. It may be having a taste because his, his tongue will anyway taste it. No? Suppose you, think, you, know, you may say no, this sage who is there he is not going to feel the taste. I am sorry there is some problem in your way of thinking. Just keep a hot cup of tea in front of him which can burn a person's mouth. You think it is not going to burn his mouth? Huh? Yes it is going to. The bhutia chilies that are there Huh? Chilli padi? You keep chili party in front of him. You think that the, that fellow is not going to dance. He is going to dance. He is going to. Oh, 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 He'll do like this. So even a sage will be there. He will dance because the chili party is very very teekha. butia chilies, you know, from Asam. They are going to be nagaland. Now think. So that means they are going to feel it because tongue will feel it, but their mind, their Senses, they are not in the senses, they don't enjoy the senses. Understand this. So the maid servants will only do what the Lord wants them to do. So, did you? I hope you understood the line. And then when you become such a great person, when you do exactly what the Lord wants you to do, then the Lord will show his beautiful lotus face to you. Then you will understand the truth of Krishna then you will understand the truth which Jesus said, the father in heaven. Do you understand this? The father in heaven is not a person. The Krishna is not a person. But he can take a form. Nobody says he can't take a form. Right? So, your lotus feet destroys the past sins of all embodied souls who surrender to them. Those feet follow after the cows in the pastures and the eternal abode of the goddess of fortune since you once put those feet on the hood of the great serpent kaliya please place them upon our breasts and tear away the lust in our heart so what are the gopis saying what is this lust we are lusting for things i want this 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 can you remove this lust from me i only want to lust for you krishna i don't want to lust for anybody else in this world means i want to lust for that which gives me the supreme satisfaction not some material worldly stuff that is what they are saying. And can we become your servants, maid servants, so that you can do through this body what you want this body to do? Everybody has been given a body so that they can perform the work of God. Right? How many people perform the work of God? Very few people do it. They have their ego in place. They will keep on saying, you know, I have to do this, I am doing this, I am doing that. I, 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 I. And the gopis are saying, You do whatever you want to with this body. You want this body to work hard for you, we will work hard. You want this body to remove the, you know, milk the cows, we will do that. So your body has to be used for the purpose that it has been given. So it has to be the servant of the Lord. The Lord can use the body for the purpose it has been born. And once that happens, the lotus feet will destroy the past sins of the embodied souls. Because we are no longer the body. We are your maid servants. The body is a frail thing. It doesn't have any value. So the body can go to wherever it wants to. Who cares where the body is going? I don't care for the body anymore. I don't care whether the body has hair on its head or doesn't have. You understand what I'm saying? Whether it has a gunk in the nose or it doesn't have. Who cares? The BC when you have the nose and all that and from the eyes something is coming. You know what? We have all the likes and dislikes coming in our world. Isn't it? Right? We have all the likes and dislikes. Okay? You see the children with the nose running and all. You don't like to take them near. See? All that people doing like that. Ah. But if it is your own child, you will go and clean the nose. You will make it nice. This is the likes and the dislikes. So the gopis do not have likes and dislikes in the world. They don't say this is bad or this is good. I am your maidservant. Whatever you want of this body, please use this body and do whatever is needed. So I will surrender to your feet. These feet follow the cows in the pasture and the eternal abode of the goddess of fortune. They are... Literally like, you know, when when you tell us whatever we have to do, goddess of fortune is Lakshmi. You know, in our world we know she is Lakshmi, isn't it? And because she is Lakshmi, what, what happens? The world becomes a very beautiful place to live. If everybody does the job in the company, you know, company is going to flourish or no? Remember this. If everybody does their job, what is given to them, then don't you think the company will go places? Likewise, every part of the body getting proper nutrition will do the job which is necessary for you. Right? For the body to function. So in a household, if everybody is given certain jobs, are they not supposed to do them? Then there will be progress. Then there will be the goddess of fortune will smile on you. If everybody in India works towards the goodness, don't you think India will be the most beautiful place on earth to live? Everybody works because the God works through them. But if everybody becomes, you know, very, very, you know, self-centered, and they have their pride, then nobody is going to do anything. And nobody does anything, no goddess of fortune will smile on you. Just imagine, you know, the. you know why diabetes is there? Diabetes is there because one part of the body says, I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. And other parts of the body say, Oh, we are not getting anything. Got the point? Heart attack. Why is heart attack? The heart says, All the fat in the world, I want to eat. All the fat in the world, I want to eat. So let me... Accumulate it in my heart, near the heart. So it keeps on accumulating, 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 accumulating fat over there. Then what happens? The man gets heart attack. You know, the the veins and the arteries are clogged. You know, the clogging happens. So much of fat in that place. The rest of the body, the legs, are they getting that fat? No. Legs are not getting. The hands may not get Right? And sometimes when people don't do any work, what happens? You know what happens? The brain is full of fat. You understand what I am saying? The brain is full of fat. (laughs) They don't want to do anything in the world. They just want to sit there and just enjoy themselves. So the rest of the body, like that. You look at these people. You know those people who don't want to do anything in the world. Especially old people their brain is filled with all the fatty stuff brainless people and the rest of the body is all gone to ruin no but you need to give proper nutrition to every part that is the reason why I said everybody has to work for the good and everybody works for the good the goddess of fortune will smile on everybody and that's what it says because it becomes the eternal abode of the goddess of fortune so please do this O oh, lotus-eyed one, your sweet voice and the charming words which attract the mind of the intelligent are bewildering us more and more. O oh, dear hero, please revive your maidservants with the nectar of your lip. What happens? Why is Krishna heard by the intelligent people? Intelligent means the wise. The people who are wise are the sages. The sages know Krishna very well. That is why a sage doesn't involve in eating, drinking, this, that, enjoying. He doesn't enjoy. You know, a sage will only do what comes his way. Just like the snake. You remember the snake, the python we said? In his world, even if there is a naked woman and he is enjoying that naked woman, he is not doing anything. Can you understand this difference between this and that? A normal human being is enjoying a woman or is enjoying the food that he eats. A sage doesn't even do anything, he is like the python, he is like a python, it doesn't make a difference to him. That is the difference between a sage, that is called the intelligent Krishna, the Krishna who is there in these intelligent people. All oh, Lotus side One, your sweet voice and charming words which attract the mind of the intelligent, the intelligent people, that is the wise people, Krishna, the sages, their mind is filled with Krishna, their mind is not filled with enjoying things. Their mind is not filled with enjoyment. Their mind is filled with, What can I do for Krishna? What can I do for Krishna? You got what I am saying? The mind only says, What can I do for Krishna? I am the maid servant of Krishna. I am the maid servant of Krishna. I should do whatever Krishna commands me to do. That is what these sages are thinking. And then, their senses are working only for appeasement of Krishna. They will work in the world only because Krishna is doing all the work through their senses. Got it? And are bewildering us more and more. Who is bewildering us? Krishna is bewildering the gopis. Oh dear hero, please revive your maid servants with the nectar of your lips. Why the nectar of your lips? It becomes a very corny line, you know. Come and kiss me. You don't understand you remember there is one story where the heroine has been sleeping for such a long time sleeping beauty so these maid servants or the people in this world who are the devotees are sleeping to this krishna in them they are all sleeping think we are not awake to the god in us we nobody is awake to the god in us we all think i have to do this i have to do this i enjoy this i do this Boss, you are enjoying everything in your world, but the moment Krishna kisses your lips, the sleeping beauty is, you know, she wakes up, and then she looks at the prince charming, and she says, "I am in love with you. Let us marry." Right? The God inside of you needs to be awakened. Awakened. Okay, the nectar of your words and the description of your activities are the life and the soul of those suffering in the material world. These narrations, transmitted by learned sages, eradicate one's sinful reaction and bestow good fortune upon whoever hears them. These narrations are broadcast all over the world and are filled with the spiritual power. Certainly, those who spread the message of Godhead are most munificent. These words are spoken. By this, by this gopis and by Sukhdev Goswami. The nectar of your words and the description of your activities are the life and the soul of those suffering in the material world. Now I hope you understand that you have to do your work in the world. What you have come to in this world, just do that. Don't bother about, I want to eat chicken tandoori or biryani or this and that. Don't bother about it. It will come to you. By the way, Krishna is telling you, don't worry about it. If you are my devotee, I will take care of you. I will take care of you. I will bring the chicken tandoori and the biryani in front of your nose. What is he saying? He is saying, let me bring it for you. I will become your waiter, you know. I will become the Pakistani from downstairs who comes and gives you. Brito, that's <laughs> He will come and give you. He will offer you. Why? Because Krishna will work through you. The Father in heaven works through this. So understand these words. Don't bother about all these things. Just do your material worldly. The reason why you are here. Just do your job. That is all that is needed. And don't bother how things are going to come to you. They will come to you. They will. So, What are you supposed to do? The nectar of your words and the description of your activities are the life and the soul of those suffering in the material world. These narrations, transmitted by learned sages, so somebody is translating these words for you, isn't it? Just now all the words are there, now you know the words looked, if you go and read this book, Srimad Bhagavatam, I don't know what you are going to learn out of it. So somebody is transmitting the word. Somebody is telling you some story in this. Now whosoever is telling the story is called a learned sage. They eradicate the sinful reaction and bestow good fortune. They eradicate. When you hear these stories translated into the real form, what it actually means, then in your life will come these reactions and the good fortune will smile upon you once you once your knowledge is imparted to you by the sages then you implement the knowledge in your world with your body, implement that knowledge get this knowledge and use it use the knowledge once you use the knowledge, the good fortune will come to you whoever hears of them, you are hearing these words so good fortune is 100% going to come to you if you implement this These narrations are broadcast all over the world and are filled with the spiritual power. This whatever is being told to you is also broadcasted through YouTube and Google Hangout. So (laughs) So understand this. Now it is broadcast to you. It will give you good fortune and you will get so much knowledge in this world you will be filled with spiritual power your spiritual life will get shaken up yes i am the spiritual person i can do anything in this world certainly those who spread the message of godhead are most munificent and in case if you spread this message that every human being needs to do this because he is the job of that person to do not enjoy only Remember, the enjoyment will come automatically to you. You need to first work hard for it. When you work hard for it, when you put in your efforts, Krishna will automatically give you all these things. Got it? So now we'll move to the next verse. Okay. I hope we have time. Okay. Yes, we have time a little bit. I think we should be able to complete this chapter. Hmm. Your smile, your sweet loving glances, The intimate pastimes and the confidential talk we enjoyed with you. All these are auspicious to meditate upon and they touch our hearts. But at the same time, O deceiver, they very much agitate our mind. Now all that you heard in the last so many verses, is it not giving you some idea about your own life, what you should lead, how you should lead. So your mind has started thinking, your inner being is saying, yes, I got to do all these things. Okay, so you got to do it and it has touched you touching you and when this you meditate on it and when you meditate on it you will do those things in the world you will do everything that is needed from this body to be done and but it agitates our mind a little bit dear master dear lover when you leave the cowherd village to herd the cows our minds are disturbed with the thought that your feet more beautiful than the lotus will be pricked by the spike curse of grain and the rough grass and plants. Now the gopis are saying, once you become a devotee, now you know very well that Krishna is going around naked barefoot. Huh? He is going in the... That means what? He has been looking at you, enjoying all the nonsensical stuff. You know, you have been eating. You have been drinking, you have been enjoying, you have been doing all sorts of things, lazing around, everything. Krishna has been just watching you. So the gopis now understand, poor Krishna, you have been looking at us all this time. Huh? Your feet are pricking. That means you must have felt so bad at that time. no? Looking at this body going waste, not interested in doing anything in the world. I am sorry. I hurt you. Did you understand these words? I didn't realize how much I hurt you. This is what it means. He says, when you are doing this thing, when you went around in the jungles over there, the minds were, this. you know, this spike grains of husk and grass, they were going under your feet and they were hurting you so much, we did not realize this. Your lotus feet which are worshipped by Lord Brahma fulfill the desires of all who bow down to them. The greatest of the gods are also bowing down to your feet. They are the ornaments of the earth and they give the highest satisfaction. And in times of danger, they are the appropriate object of meditation. O lover, O destroyer of anxiety, please put this lotus feet upon our breast. So the gopis are saying, now we understand That you, Krishna, the Supreme Divine Consciousness, the Father in Heaven, all these things, you know, that He was. You are just a witness. I know how much trouble I have given you. You know, you are the one who is worshipped by all the gods in the Heaven. And we have been a very bad people in this world. We have never taken care of you. Now, after this, I will see to it that I will do what you have commanded me to do. And let me do that in the world. Your feet are like ornaments. I need to keep them on my head, please put your your feet on my breast, that means let me do what is required, let the milk of love flow from me, the milk of love that I have for you, so that I become your tool, I love you so much that I will do anything for you, remember when you love your girlfriend or your boyfriend you do anything for that person, no? likewise or your wife or husband or children or whoever is the love of your life you will do anything for that person likewise understand this krishna is within you now you have understood who is this person that you are going to do all the work in the world so let me do what you command me to do let me enjoy the whole thing in such a way that i am going to be the best servant that you have in this world let me be the number one servant in the world of yours Let me enjoy you the way I need to enjoy you. Let me not, you know, hurt your feet. Your feet are inside me. Let me not hurt them. Let the milk of love and goodness flow through me. O hero, kindly distribute to us the nectar of your lips, which enhances conjugal pleasure and vanquishing grief. The nectar is although released in your vibrating flute and makes people forget all other attachments. That means let this work and let this thing that the love of yours flow through my being and let me not have an attachment to anything in this world. What my eyes sees, I let me not get attracted towards it. What my nose smells, let me not get attracted towards it. My parents, my relatives, my friends, I don't have to be attracted towards anybody. Let me not get attached to them. I should not be performing duty for them. I am not their servant. Understand, I am not the servant of my son or my daughter. I am not the servant of my son or my daughter. I am not the servant of my mother or father or brother or sister or husband or wife. I am not the servant of that. I am the servant of you. You command me what I have to do and let me do what I have come in this world to do. Do you understand this? No attachments of any kind should be there. So, let us forget all the attachments of this and let the flute of this truth vibrate in my heart so that I only listen to you, not to anybody else. I don't have to be bowing down to my son or daughter. I don't have to bow down to anybody. I just have to bow down at your feet. That means I listen to only that you command me to do. I should not be working for my wife or my husband or my children or whosoever in this world. I should be working only to do my job, the the Lord's work only, not any other work. When you go off to the forest during the day, a tiny fraction of the second becomes like a millennium for us because we cannot see you. And even when we can eagerly look upon your beautiful face so lovely with its adornment of curly locks, our pleasure is hindered by our eyelids which are fashioned by the foolish creator. Dear Achyuta, you know very well why we have come here. Who but a cheater like you would abandon young women who come to see him in the middle of the night enchanted by the loud songs of his flute. Just to see you we have completely rejected our husbands, children, ancestors, brothers and other relatives. So when the devotion strikes a person, when you understand the truth who is Krishna in your world you will forget everybody else in your life and you will know that you are the gopis or the maidservants of this Krishna in this world and then you will do why are you smiling? You will do exactly what needs to be done, understood? Our minds are repeatedly bewildered as we think of the intimate conversation we had with you in secret. Feel the rise of lust in our heart and remember your smiling face, your loving glances and your broad chest the resting place of the goddess of fortune. Thus we experience the most severe hankering for you. Let me have only hankering for you, nobody else in this world. Oh beloved, your all auspicious appearance vanquishes the distress of those living in the Vraja forest. Our mind longs for your association. Please give us just a bit of that medicine which counteracts the disease of your devotee's heart. Can you give us this love for yours? You know, put this little bit of oil in us. Put the little bit of that. Can you please grant us this grace of yours? Please grant us this grace. I don't want to get attracted to this world. Can I be the best, you know, uh, devotee of yours? Let me do what you have commanded me to do. I want to be the number one. Oh dearly beloved, your lotus feet are so soft that we place them gently on our breast, fearing that your lotus feet will be hurt. Our life rests only in you. Are your mind therefore up- filled with anxiety that your tender feet might be wounded by pebbles as you roam about in the forest path. So, the last line says that Krishna I want you in my life. Believe in me. Let me be your servant. Let me do everything in this world that you have commanded me to do. I want to serve you. I don't want to serve these miserable human beings around me. I don't want to serve this the senses and the organs that are there my senses are meant for you, let me enjoy let me do your work in this world and this is what the meaning of this verse is Okay, so we have come to the end of this chapter so we can stop over here